0: Hi there and welcome to my very first show on milehighradio.com. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about helping people use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. And you have no idea how excited I am to have my very first guest today, the world-famous author. She's laughing at that, but she is world-famous. You know, that's the cool thing about social media is we're no longer communicating with just the people around the block. We're talking with people around the world. So my guest today is Andrea Vall. She is a social media coach, a strategist, and a speaker who consults with small and medium-sized businesses all over the world. She uses her improv comedy skills to blog as Grandma Mary, social media edutainer. Learning social media is a way of fun with Grandma Mary. You can learn more about Andrea and Grandma on her website, andreaval.com, and she is also the Facebook community manager for Social Media Examiner. Now, I know that Grandma Mary is in the house, and she's going to just kind of pop in and out, and I'm sure she's going to interrupt us. That's kind of Grandma Mary's personality. But we, I, as I said, I am just so pleased today that we have Andrea. So welcome, Andrea.
1: Thank you so much, Deb. It's so fun to be your inaugural guest, and I'm excited that you've got a wonderful – we've got a wonderful studio here. We're looking over the mountains, and um, and we're very excited to be here. And, yes, Deb, thanks so much. I, I'm thrilled to be here as well because I have to make sure I get my two cents in about some of this stuff because I just have bones to pick about certain things in social media. we got to make sure people – Are not spamming people and having a good time and doing it the best way that they can for
0: the most business. See, didn't I tell you Grandma would pop in? And she just is so much fun. But her tips that she gives us are phenomenal. So we want to make sure, everybody, that you pay attention to Grandma. Otherwise, Grandma will get you. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I'm i watching you. <laughs> so one of the, the things that is most exciting to me is Andrea is a co-author of Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies. And now I do have to admit, A little bias here, Andrea, because the lovely authors of this book featured my Facebook page in here twice. I mean, isn't that so cool? I'm infamous. I'm not famous. I'm infamous. So, you know, thank you again for doing that. But, you know, when I look at this book, it's at least twice the size, maybe three times the size of a lot of the other dummy books. How did this come about? How did you guys, you know, how were you approached to write the book? You know, all of those various things because your co-authors are
1: fabulous, yeah. also. Right, they are co- they are fabulous, and it's uh, Phyllis Kerr and Amy Porterfield are the co-authors on this book, and really, it, it's really a a huge testament to social media how we all got connected, and that's why I I tell people I'm a, I'm my own social media success story because I was. Connecting with these ladies online and, and through mutual contacts that this all came about. Um, it, it started out uh, as Phyllis had a connection into, the, into uh, with another author friend, into Wiley. And she was working on the Table of Contents proposal. And so then um, she knew Grandma Mary through hanging out on a Ustream video uh, show that we watched every week. And it was, it was great fun. We watched. Um, it was with Gabe Strom and, and uh, Bill Crosby, and they did a weekly show on social media tools. And Phyllis and I were there, um, I mean Grandma, and we're there <laughs> <laughs> hanging out and, and getting to know each other, getting connected. And so when Wiley then came to her and said, you know what, you need to have someone else on your team, she immediately suggested Grandma Mary and uh so I was really pleased to be brought into that uh, into the team that way and then the interesting thing is um we had another co-author who, for various reasons, had to drop out of the project, which I totally understand this thing was a behemoth <laughs> and took a lot of time we We spent a lot of time on on this book, so I appreciate people who are <laughs> know themselves well enough to say I don't have the time right now. So um, it's, it's nine books in one. So 672 pages. It's really long. Um, so we needed another co-author for this because we did want to break it up and, and split it up a little bit more. And I had met Amy through some Twitter friends. She, uh, we had con- I connected with some friends on Twitter. We met up uh, um, in person. Actually, Grandma met them. And um, Grandma went out to a restaurant, as, <laughs> as she does. She gets out every once in a while. Yeah, I like to get out. I, you know, I, I get out for bunko and socializing. Because you got to be social. you gotta, you got to take your online relationships offline and meet in person. So it's fantastic. So, anyway, we uh, were, we met the Twitter friends, and then we were connected to Amy through them. And then she was at that time she was a social media uh, Facebook community or social media examiner, Facebook community manager. And so she was a really good fit for the team, and it worked out really well. We worked great as a team. We were spread out all over the country. Amy was in california i'm in colorado and phyllis is in iowa so we had lots and lots of skype chats and uh, facebook secret author groups that we could all communicate on and and had lots of great ways to connect to each other and and bounce ideas off of each other for our sections that we each wrote cool well and of course the thing with facebook is it tends to be, shall we say, a moving
0: target. (laughs) You could write a chapter, and the next day you open Facebook, and it looks different, (laughs) it's set up different, especially because you guys wanted to focus on using the tools for a business. And, you know, they uh, midway through this, that was when they changed how the the pages would lay out. How does that affect things where you have to change things so quickly like that?
1: It was pretty amazing because there were certain chapters we wrote literally three times. And that was a little frustrating. So, you know, it's, it's hard enough when you have to write it once, but really just to scrap it and write it again and then scrap it again and write it again. So um, it made it really interesting. But actually, what I am very excited about is it's still very current. Facebook hasn't made a lot of new changes to the, the business pages side of things. So at the moment, we were a little concerned about writing a, having a written document out there. And how things can change, but at the moment it is still f- very current with all the page sh- shots and things that you see in the book and the steps and everything. So that's that's kind of the nice thing. We're keeping our fingers crossed. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, now
0: why do you see Facebook as being such an important marketing tool? Well, I think
1: it was just there was just a study re- released today. I think um, on um, Nielsen. That basically Facebook is the highest traffic site out there right now. People are spending the most time hanging out on Facebook. And so the the fact that you are going to a place where all your co- potential customers are and, and you're connecting with them over and over and over, it makes it a very powerful tool for you. And businesses have a little bit, they, there's a little bit of reluctance sometimes to for businesses to get involved. They think, oh, I don't have time for that. But you know, how how much does your marketing cost right now? I mean, Facebook is a, a relatively free place to be. You can spend some money on tools or spend some money on design. But all it costs you is your time, which I know is a valuable resource for for everyone. But... The fact that your message can get spread and get you can get connected with so many new people very easily if you do your Facebook uh, posts right and you're, you're, you're using it as a, a tool to actually connect to people and be social and talk to people rather than maybe just broadcasting your sales, then, um, then you can really see some uh, great sales from it and, and great connections to new clients and customers. So... I think it's a really important place for uh, businesses to be local, you know, whether your business is local or, or online. Great. You know, I still have people who come up to
0: me, whether they're business owner or, you know, mom or or whoever. Actually, my mom is on Facebook and she's probably <laughs> listening to this. So, you know, but I do have people who come up and say Facebook is just for getting in touch with your old high school classmates. How can this be a business tool? And then I ask them, so do you follow, say, the Starbucks page? And they say, well, yeah. And I say, do you get the coupon there? Well, yeah, that's why I follow the page. Well, doesn't that mean it's good for business? So uh, there's still a, a misperception maybe that maybe it's only for big companies because they think this takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, or, you know, it's it's not for the smaller companies. It's not for somebody who, say, has a local market, like a restaurant or something like that. How do you talk to, to people like that to convince them that Facebook is a, a very valuable tool?
1: Yeah, that's definitely a hard thing to get pe- people's minds wrapped around, is that y- some people get concerned. Well, I don't have enough likes. I don't have a big enough uh, following, and I'm not making a difference. And you don't have to have the Starbucks 200 and however million people they've got <laughs> f- following their their page to be effective you can definitely make a good impact by having a small facebook presence of people who are engaged with your page and watching for your updates and you know if you're posting regularly you're getting the chance to be in front of your potential clients every single day I mean what your website is not doing that for you your website is where people search to find your address or something like that or maybe they're they're looking for something specific but your Facebook news feed is the chance for you to pop up in people's minds every day and connect with them and so it's a very powerful tool and you don't need a lot of likes to be effective with it
0: one of the things that people also always ask me is is time Mm -hmm. you know I tell people you have to post fairly often because there's just so much going on in everybody's world and, and all of that that if you only post on your, your Facebook page once a week or less, you're, you're going to be totally missed by people. How often do you suggest people should
1: post to not be a pest but to also be top of mind with people? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely suggest at least one time a day. And so sometimes that scares people. Sometimes um, people think, oh, I don't have – what am I going to post? I don't have that much to say. But what can really help with this one-time-a-day um, suggestion is to have some sort of editorial schedule, editorial calendar where you say, okay, on Mondays I'm going to post a helpful link to an article that I ha- um, have available either on someone else's site or maybe it's an old article on your own site. Um, On Tuesdays, I'm going to post a a funny quote about, you know, something to do with my business or just something, you know, fun. On Wednesdays, I'm going to maybe blog. So Wednesday might be your blog day. On Thursday, you post a um, question, a poll that you take of your audience. Facebook also gives you the huge chance to find out what your audience struggles with, what your customers need, what they're looking for, what could help them. And so... You know, you might post a, a question, either a fun question or a business question that they can, that someone can easily answer. So, if you have some sort of calendar like that, it takes the pressure off of um, what am I going to post today? Oh gosh, I don't, I can't think of anything. All you know, you just have your. It just takes a couple minutes to say, okay, I'm going to do this. I post it up. You're done, and you check back, or you get email notifications of follow up or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry too much about what am I going to post, when am I going to post, just make sure you're posting frequently so you do come up in, in the news feeds. And I, I post two or three times a day. so, And I don't find myself like p- getting people say you're posting too much. And if if there's one or two people who do hide me or do unlike me, then that's okay. They might not have as many people they're connected to, and so maybe they're like this is posting too much, and they just take you out of their, their feed and you don't ha- don't worry about that.
0: Great. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. I think Grandma Mary's out wandering the hall somewhere, so we might drag her in for the next session. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back in a moment.
2: Well, me and my lady had our first big fight, so I drove around till I saw the neon lights of a corner bar. And it just seemed right, so I pulled up. Not a soul around, but the old bar key. Down at the inn looking half asleep But he walked up and said, what'll it be? I said, the good stuff He didn't reach around for the whiskey He didn't pour me a beer His blue eyes kind of went misty He said, you can't find that here Cause it's the first long kiss on a second date Mama's all worried when you get home laying Dropping the ring in the spaghetti plate Cause your hands are shaking so much And it's the way that she looks with her rice in her hair Eating burnt suppers the whole first year And asking for seconds to keep her from tearing up Yeah, man, that's the good stuff Grabbed a carton of milk and he poured a glass And I smiled and said, I'll have some of them We sat there and talked as an hour passed Like old friends I saw a black and white picture and he caught my stare It was a pretty girl with blue font hair He said, that's my bond taken about a year after we went He said, it's been five years in the bond when the cancer took her from me. But I've been sober three years now. Cause the one thing stronger than the whiskey was the sight of her holding our baby girl. The way she adored that string of pearls I gave her the day that our youngest boy girl married his high school love. And it's a new t shirt saying I'm a grandpa. Been right there as our time got small and holding her hand When the good Lord called her up Yeah, man, that's the good stuff
0: Hi there, we are back. I'm Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about helping professionals use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. And my first guest for my inaugural program this time is Andrea Vahl. And every once in a while we get Grandma Mary, who sneaks in here on us. But, you know, again, this is such a treat for me to have you in here because Andrea is the author of Facebook, co author of Facebook Marketing All in One for Dummies, this gigantic coffee table book. I mean, this is a big book because there is so much information that we want to get out there. Um, So, one of the things that people always ask me is, how do they separate personal and professional, especially on Facebook?
1: Yeah, people get so, well, Admittedly, Facebook is not known for its privacy, so um, you do have to be a little bit concerned about that, but it's very easy to lock down your personal privacy settings so that no one can see any information about you other than maybe a photo, maybe you have that photo as your dog or something like that. <laughs> but um, the, it's, it's also very easy to separate your personal and business presence there. Business, pay, business um, pages need a page. Business businesses need their own actual Facebook fan page, what it's used to be called now. I don't know what liker page. I, I, know, I, what, I know the
0: people who like your page are likers. That's just <laughs> I like fans. I
1: still use the word fans. That's right. So um, you know, basically, you can act as your business um, by commenting on other business pages. As Your business page and so you can keep it very separate you can you can interact as your business you can represent your business on Facebook um, and you can keep your personal profile very separate and very very hidden so um, you don't have to worry too much about that face uh, the privacy issues on Facebook because you can control them so just have to know where to look. <laughs> great. Well,
0: and I think it's always a good thing especially when Facebook makes changes to double check your privacy settings. A lot of times they add things, they change things, so it's always a good thing to go back in and make sure that whoever is seeing your page is who you want to see your your personal information. And and just, you know, be aware that there's a lot of stuff out there. You know, I tell people it's great to have your birthday I love Facebook birthdays. I go in every day, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, and I tell people who have a birthday, happy birthday. It's just a great little way to, to put out there. However, don't put the year that you were born. You know, that's one of those things that people who are taking IDs need. Mm-hmm. You know, don't have maybe if you you use the your pet's name as your password for you know various things. Don't also put that on Facebook. Just be aware that things can happen, and you know, Facebook itself doesn't guarantee privacy. So you know, you just need to watch all of that. Yeah.
1: But you need to be out there. This I gotta chime in here because you do have to get out there, people. You, it's a whole new world out there. You gotta be out on the internet. You can't be just you know in your little corner. Um, just selling your stuff. And if you're selling your stuff on your little corner and it's working for you, that's fantastic. But let me tell you what people do is they Google. They Google places, and you got to be found. Your Facebook page is going to help you with that. Get on LinkedIn. Get on Google places. If you got a local business, you got to increase that footprint out there on the, on the web.
0: Well, Grandma, I'm so glad that you popped back in because one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was You know, you're, shall we say, a little more mature. And so many people say Facebook is for the 18-year-olds. How did you get into doing this?
1: And you're, you know, you are a fabulous presence on Facebook. I'm out there to help those people who get a little nervous and say, I don't know about this. I... I like to have my tutorials very easy, simple, five minutes or less. We all got places to be, huh? I don't have that kind of attention span. So, you gotta, I'm out there to help those people who aren't the teenagers who were born with, like, you know, handheld devices in their hands or whatever. Um, I'm there to help the people who, who, like me, are maybe more mature, trying to navigate this area, trying to figure it all, make Make, it all, make sense of it all and, and just, um, you know, give us all a leg up because we need that. Get, take a leg from Grandma. <laughs> well, and Grandma, you have had
0: some interviews with some f- just world-renowned, famous people. You know,
1: Guy Kawasaki. I mean, what a coup to get to interview Guy. He was fantastic. And let me tell you, very nice man. I, I enjoyed that interview very much. You can check it out. on It's on andreavall.com. Just search on Guy Kawasaki. It's also in Grandma's Corner. So go over to Grandma's Corner, check it out. And lots of fun interviews. Um, I interviewed Mike Stelsner, interviewed Mari Smith, um, who else. Oh, so many fabulous people out there. I, I do like to get out, and that's I recommend that highly. Get out there, socialize. Well, and now...
0: Have you, or are you putting in a pitch to interview the infamous Mark Zuckerberg?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if Mark would. I don't know. I might have to crash Facebook headquarters for that. I don't know. We might. Who
0: knows? I I think he'd get a kick out of meeting Grandma. (laughs) Now, could you convince him that maybe
1: no more hoodie? He doesn't dress the best. I mean, you know, you're not putting your best foot forward, but I guess... You know, if you mark you can do what you want, but I think you got to look at take a take a peek at grandma's shiny shirt that I've got on all the time. It's it's very it's a nice shirt to be out in. So
0: Well, and you know, grandma, you are out there a lot and you're talking to people about how to be on Facebook. So what I think one of the the ones that I get a kick out of are your pet peeves. What drives you nuts when you see things on Facebook?
1: It's, it's a lot of times it's the spam. That's what gets me my knickers in a knot. I gotta I gotta say a thing or two about the spam because people think that by going out to a million Facebook pages and putting their own page on there and saying, "Hey, visit my page! I've got lots of great things over here," that that's interacting. No, that's spam, people, and yet you got to connect authentically would you go up to someone at a party well maybe you would i don't know i've met people (laughs) at those parties let me tell you but would you go up and say hi do you want to buy some stuff from me no you don't do that you say hello how are you how's it going you ask them about their business find out what if they even need your services and then maybe a long time later you say something like hey uh, here's what i do and if you ever want to come by, stop by over here. But you have an authentic conversation first. So no spamming, no no mass mass Facebook emails to people. I have a recent post on Mami O Magazine about this that I just couldn't let loose. Any, I couldn't keep inside anymore. It had to be out there. Just no spamming on, on sending mass messages on Facebook email just because You have everyone's ability to email people on Facebook doesn't mean you should. Well, and that's one of the things that does drive me nuts. You
0: know, I've got my email there because I do want people to be able to contact me off of my Facebook page. And about once a week or so, I have somebody who sends me an email. I had one just last week and it was pretty funny because he said, I got your name off of your Facebook page. And then it was a long email. I mean, it wasn't just, gee, I'd like to connect. It was, here's what I do. Here's how I do it. And blah, 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 blah. He also used lots of places where it was all caps and and all of this. And I sent him a note back and I said, sir, this was very poor form. I don't put my email on my Facebook page to be spammed.
1: And of course he didn't respond. You know, those people, and I'm sure hopefully no one listening, I know you guys are all good people. If you're connected with Deb, you're good folks. I know that. So, just But just be aware of how you should use it and how you want to be treated as well out there.
0: Well, and there's certainly some some tips that you can put on your your personal or on your your business page where you know maybe you don 't want your competition posting so you can set filters so that those words are not you, you know say you 're an insurance agent that for state farm and somebody posts about all so you can can take those off of there. But you want to watch that because maybe somebody is saying that they didn't like your competitor and now they've come to you and you just gave them or you took away from them the ability to be able to comment. What do you think about that? What do you think about people who just put their pages where they're the only ones that are allowed to comment? It's a you got to have a two-way street here.
1: you got to allow people to join the conversation. And, um, you know, if actually Facebook pages have gotten a lot more um Vigilant about spam I see a lot of stuff going into that Hidden posts area that's not Spam at all so they've gotten A little bit more um, A little bit higher filter themselves On the spam but you gotta Have an open conversation Let people uh, Let people post let people comment Maybe you know kind of jack up The profanity you know Posting spam filters That's okay I mean I like to keep mine kind of moderate. I, if someone wants to say crap, oh, can I say crap on the radio? I don't know. I think I that's think one we, of those okay I, words. We've been bleeped Scott, out. I don't Scott know. just said it was okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. I love this radio station. Um, so, you know, you you can you can keep your profanity, keep, you know, put other things you want blocked, but I wouldn't necessarily block. be too crazy on blocking as, mu- as too much. If you get some spam posts, you can always remove them. Um, you know, but, again, I would address the issue rather than removing it. Well, what about
0: if you get a complaint on your Facebook page? You know, somebody somebody buys your book and just didn't find it helpful, and so they go to your page and post about it. Do you just delete it, or do you conversation and talk with them about it? No, I remove them, ban
1: them, and no, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. She tracks and them I, down. I track. I hunt them down. <laughs> I show up at their house, and I say, what are you thinking? No, I... You know, you got to respond in a genuine way. You're going to get complaints. You can't please everybody. Some, some people don't even like grandma, and that's okay. Ah, ah, heavens. <laughs> that's all right. I'm all right with that. It's okay to, to get people saying what the heck or what, I didn't like it. But just especially if it's a complaint that you can do something about, then you can say, here's how I'm going to help you, and then people see it. And then another thing that can happen is sometimes your own – Uh, community comes to your aid and says, well, I love that product. I saw something that happened just like that the other day. As someone was complaining about someone's product, someone else in the same thread said, it worked really well for me. So your own community can come to your aid. If you get someone who's completely obnoxious and just looking to, you know, trash you at every corner and not willing to take it offline and, you know, address the the issue offline, um, just – I've seen someone like that, too, who tried to comment on every thread and trying to rally the whole community against the person. And, you know, then you can ban that person because they are just not contributing. They're not listening to you, your efforts to take it offline and do the right thing. They're just being a pain in the butt. Well, you know, with that, we're going to take another
0: break. And give Grandma Mary a chance to wander around and go rabble rouse out in the office because you, I love rabble rouse. Yeah. She's she's great at that because of course Mile High Radio is on Twitter and Facebook, so she's probably gonna go talk to them. I'm listening to the music, you know. It's it's funny to try and pick songs that pertain to social media. Well, there really aren't any or there aren't any that we could play on the air. So I'd love your suggestions. You know, send me a note on Facebook or on Twitter. On Twitter, I'm just Deb Creer. So on Facebook, it's Deb Creer, the socialite. So send me a note. Let me know what songs you'd like for us to play as part of my lead in and out music. And with that, I'm Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I'm passionate about helping people use social media as a tool in their business, and my guest today is Andrea Vall, who is the co-author of Facebook Marketing All-in-One for Dummies. It's a long title, I always have to stop and look at it, and it's a big book. (laughs) I mean, this is, you know, some of the dummy books are just these little thin sliver things, not this book. This book tells you everything you always wanted to know about how to use Facebook as a marketing tool. How has it been
1: received? Are you... Are people buying the book? I mean, that's the biggie. Actually, it is very nice to see that people are buying the book. So, thank you if you've bought a book, Uh, and it's it's being received very well. We we really um, are very proud of it, just because there's so many step by step uh, things in there to teach you how to install, like things like applications. How do you um, specifically like another page as your page? You know, what kind of things do you need to watch out for? How do you what's a welcome page and how do you use contests and ads and all that stuff. It's all in there. So we um, we really have a lot of step by step instructions in there and, and I think people are really enjoying it. It's definitely not a book you sit down and read cover to cover. <laughs> well, and I haven't made it through yet. <laughs> I did, the,
0: of course. The first thing I had to do was find the pages that you uh, had put my own page that's in there. Right. So that was fun. Had to go in and find yep, those.
1: Yep, because we love your we love your page with what you're doing with your your photo strip at the top of your socialite Deb Career Socialite pic, uh, Facebook page. Looks great. If you haven't gone and seen that yet, go check her out. Well,
0: and one of the things with that that photo strip at the top, so you've got five images. On a personal page, you can set those images. So people have had a lot of fun with that. They'll have things that spell out words, all those various things. But for some reason, Facebook... Only on a business page only a, they allow those pictures but they randomly come up in just whatever order. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you've developed your page. You know, you don't want it to say something and then the next time somebody opens a page, it's something totally different. So mine are just images that whatever they
1: order they appear in, they come up. Yep, yeah. It's great. And you can you can really tell a story with those images. So it's kind of fun to um, focus on what you, what kind of experience you want people to have when they first land on your page or first come to your wall. Well, and I think one of the really cool things about Facebook is you can do as little as you want with it. So you
0: can just have a basic page or you can go all out. You know, you can have the different pictures at the top. You can design different tabs along the side. So talk to us a little bit about things that are, are very effective for you when you see like what is a welcome page? What If somebody's never been to one, what are they looking at?
1: Yeah, so one thing I definitely recommend people do, so if you if you want to do kind of the basics, that's totally understandable, and actually, um, you don't really need to have a lot of bells and whistles on your Facebook page, because after someone connects with you the first time, they're probably only going to interact with you in the news feed, and that's why posting regularly is so important, but... Um, I definitely highly recommend having a welcome page. And what that is, is it's a page that you design, it's custom, and you can have it say anything you want. And it's a page that people who don't like you yet land on. And you can set a default landing tab in your manage permissions area of your edit page. And um, you can have that that landing page be anything for anyone who doesn't like you yet. You could have it just be, if you're a photographer, you could have your photos be your landing page um, so people get a taste of your work when they first come to your page. Or you can design something totally custom. Um, There's lots of great apps out there that can help you design uh, a nice welcome page where you might notice them. People say click like. Grandma Mary show has one. It says click like and she's pointing in the wrong place but that's kind of her. And and then there's also like Social Media Examiner has one as well where there's a video and then an opt-in box so people can listen to a video about what your business is about and then if they want to join your mailing list there's an opportunity to do that right there. And so... There's lots of different um, third-party applications that you can use to design something for your fan page.
0: Well, and it can be as, as complicated or as easy as you want it to be. I'm not a programmer. There was no ba- no way I wanted to try and learn the language. So I use a couple of sites. I use TabSite, and then I also use Leisure. Both are very inexpensive, easy, easy, easy to use, drag and drop. Yep. They're updating them yep. all of the time. So it gives me a place for people to, when they're first there, they see a little bit about me. The nice thing is live links. So they can click over. They can go to my blog. They can go to my YouTube page, all of those various things. Um, and then I also have a, a page that talks about any upcoming seminars that I've gotten. it's got my little mini-me. I have this great little cartoon that was designed by Drew Litton for me. And so it's my little mini-me there, and she's the, you know, the little Facebook socialite. <laughs> Queen. So you know there she is. I have other tabs on my page, too, where I've incorporated applications. So I have um, my video page, so you can see all of my YouTube videos. And then I've also got my blog that comes in. But what other applications work really well in, in Facebook?
1: Yeah, I think YouTube is a great great place to um, – great thing to bring in because then you've got it automatically linked. My favorite YouTube application is through Involver.com. And um, it's easy to install. Um, they, they have uh, – You know, a lot of these sites have great tutorials on how to install their application. Um, I also like uh, if you're going to run a contest to have a contest application. And you actually are supposed to run a contest on – through a third-party application. Um, I think those are great ways to, you know, boost the the fun and actually boost the the number of likes and connections that you get. People love to – Enter contests. They love to spread the message about contests. If you're giving away something good, and um, so it's a great way to give some energy into your Facebook page. And some of the contest applications I like are uh, WildfireApp.com is one of my favorite. WildfireApp also has an iframe application that's very easy to use if you want to create a welcome page as well. Um, Another uh, contest application. Is WooBox.com also very easy to use and set up yourself? All, these these applications do cost money, but they're fairly inexpensive. It runs around fifty dollars a week to run a one one week long contest, and that's a great amount of time to kind of get the energy flowing, get people excited, and then boom, announce the winner. So, um, you know, Wildfire and WooBox are great places. There's also North Social Does some great.com does some uh, has a great Contest application, and then there's Easy Promos. Uh, I think it's easypromos.com. Great. Or Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also go to Social Media Examiner because um,
0: Andrea writes a column there, and and a lot of the the columns that she writes talks about these various applications. Mm -hmm. And, again, they're easy. You know, folks, this is not rocket science. You know, you can make it rocket science or brain surgery or, you know, whatever all those other things are, but it doesn't have to be. So, you know, if you're concerned that getting your presence on Facebook is complicated, it's going to take a lot of time, no, you know, sure, you might decide that it's worth spending more time and more effort on, but you do need to be there. I mean, this is where millions of people are, and it's pretty hard to not have your target audience somewhere on Facebook, and so you want to reach those people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's great. It's a it's such a great tool to be able to connect with people over and over. And you know, some of the faster growing demographics are the older generation. So or older, you know, the grandma Mary grandma. age. Grandma, <laughs> <laughs> grandma's got some peers out there. So you know, there's people getting on to um, connect with grandkids or connect with um, their their kids or whoever it might be, and they are open to. Liking a page, the p- number one reason people like pages is to get some special deals and special promotions. So make sure you run some special things for y- those people who are interested in in getting that in getting that information having those special coupons or whatever it might be
0: great well what do you see is the value of facebook ads you know that's that is one place where people can spend some money and they can basically spend i think the minimum is like five dollars so you can have a pretty effective ad campaign but talk to us about how to do advertising
1: yeah facebook advertising i'm not quite as excited about it as when i was when when i was writing that part of the book Um, the price has gone up quite a bit on Facebook ads recently. And I think that's probably because there's a lot of people who are now in their bidding and, and trying to take advantage of some of the cool things that are available with Facebook ads. I mean, they are cool because you can really target your exact demographic. If you know that your, Uh, Perfect customer, lives in zip code 80112 and likes yoga and is 35 to 45 um, and also likes the band Prince. I I don't know. Maybe you figured that out. Um, But you can target that exact person. And, and connect with them and show them your ad. Now, they may or may not see it. There's a lot of people who are on Facebook just for fun and not really paying attention, tuning the ads out, but they do certainly get plenty of clicks and, and connections um, through the Facebook advertising. If you make your ad head headline compelling, if maybe you have a real eye-catching picture, your copy and your ad is, is well-written and gives a, a call to action, I definitely recommend... Um, having something that tells people what to do like click like or you know if you like yoga like this page or whatever it might be so you know so i think there's a lot of cool things you can do with facebook ads the prices have been going a little bit higher but um you know like deb said you can just run it for five dollars a day or ten dollars a day and see what you get and you you should consider it as part of your marketing mix i mean advertising in a magazine or a newspaper is going to cost a ton of money so you know you can test it out and see how it works for you mm-hmm. and then and then if it's it's not working the way you want it you can just turn it off
0: well, and one thing to remember with a Facebook ad is, is you know there is that call to action, and you're wanting them to click through to something. So it can be to your website, it can be to somewhere, but it's clicking through to something on the internet. And the demographics are just what amazes me. Um, I was in Italy a couple of years ago, you know, had to go to this little internet cafe because couldn't live without Facebook, you know. So I had to go in and check in. My page looked exactly like it would, you know, over here, except all of the ads were in Italian for things right there in that area. So clearly those advertisers were targeting my ip address where i logged in with that ad yeah yeah
1: you can really get very specific on the targeting and it's it's definitely um it's cool and and i think one of my biggest recommendations that you if you are going to use facebook ads is to advertise your facebook fan page and not a website unless your website goes to a very powerful sales page where you're um, you know maybe having someone opt in for something free or something like that where you can get an email address from them or something but try and get something from them get a like or get an email address um, so I like advertising Facebook pages because pe- you know people are on Facebook there those are the active users who are looking around on Facebook and and um, hanging out there and you know they're going to be there and so you want to capture that like so you can get to know them and and kind of show them your Great content and your expertise, and then hopefully they will eventually buy from you. You don't need to go for the sale right away. Well, one of the things that Facebook has
0: added. Fairly recently, within the last couple of months, is it's actually looking at keywords and posts. So that's where it's been funny. Is you know people have deliberately posted words to see what their ads are that come up. Um, I'm I'm looking on my Facebook page right now, and the ad that I have is about weight loss. I'm not. I, I think I've been <laughs> I'm insulted sure that, by Facebook. I'm sure,
1: that's a mistake. Deb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. One time I posted about I went on a hike, and then I had on the side I had. Do you like hiking? You know, it's, it's so it's kind of becoming a little bit more like Google Ads, where it's contextual like that. But um, you know, so they're 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 getting better every day. Well, you know, the, it it really is
0: something that is is an interesting prospect to see. And of course, that's where Facebook makes the the vast majority of its money. So they want things to work very well.
1: Yep, they do. And, yeah, there are people spending lots and lots of money on Facebook advertising, and people wonder. I've seen people say, oh, Facebook's going to start charging for people – logging in. I'm like, nope, they won't because they're going to, they want the traffic and they want the ads. Right. So that's, that's where they're making their money. And it's, um, it's, it's definitely interesting to see how they are adjusting their strategies to compete with Google and and things like that. Perfect. Well, speaking of Google, we're about to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the new kid on the block
0: and how it might affect Facebook.
3: No one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke.
0: Defy anybody to not start jumping up in your chair and be bopping around when the theme song from Friends comes on. That is just one of those songs. Of course we all for the most part grew up listening to it. Know. You know I know we've got some
1: younger listeners, but that really is just one of those songs. I, I know I just saw a rerun the other day and I was like, just took me back.
3: Oh. Yeah, you know Ross and Rachel and uh, oh, okay, okay. We've,
0: we, you know, it'd be interesting to see what friends would be like now with Twitter, Facebook, all of those various yes, they'd things. They all be, they
1: all be sitting in a coffee shop looking at their smartphones. That's it. You know, <laughs> they'd never have to get up, never have
0: to go out. Of course, Phoebe wouldn't use it. Phoebe wouldn't know how. But you know, um, so anyhow, let's talk about the new guy on the block. Uh, Google Plus has has started. It's Google's third attempt at social media. The other two obviously did very well. <clears throat> yes, no, no mm-hmm. longer in existence. So right now what they've got is Google+, and some people say it's the Facebook killer. Some people say it's never going to compete with Facebook. What do you think about this?
1: Deb, I'm sorry. I got to jump in on this one because I just it it really burns my bunions a little bit with the whole Google Plus is the Facebook killer and everyone, oh god, now I got to go over on Google Plus. I just built all this stuff up on Facebook, but now I and it's exhausting. I mean, you don't have to go over to Google Plus, people. If you've built your community on Facebook, Facebook is still growing. It's not dying. It's not being killed. It's still out there happening. And you can't just abandon ship and abandon your whole, all your community that you've connected with there. So still be on Facebook. And then just dabble over in Google. That's what I'm suggesting. Just check it out. Put your profile up because, you know, again, that footprint thing. We need lots of places for people to be able to find you. And there are some cool things with Google Plus, I have to say. I think they're, they, I love the huddle. I love the, no, the hangout. I don't, the huddle not so much. Yeah, know. the hangout's fun. Hangout is fun. You hang out on, on Google Plus and everybody's face pops up and you all got video and you, whoever's talking is the one whose face is the biggest. And so, <laughs> encouraging you to talk more so you can have the big face. But, uh, you know there's some cool things that it does with the circles and i think that google plus is only going to make facebook better i mean that's what facebook needs is a little co- competition entering the sandbox and facebook is already making some changes to try and kind of take some of the cool things that google plus is doing now we haven't seen the google plus business pages yet business profiles Right now, the only people who can be on Google Plus are actual names. And actually, Grandma Mary got banned. That's right, <gasps> Grandma no Mary. I couldn't find you. I got banned from Google Plus because apparently I don't have a last name. <laughs> 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 so uh, you know that's okay. They're taking down anyone who it doesn't look like a real, true person. So you can't have businesses or uh, personas or uh, brands. On Google Plus at this point, which is okay. I think it's a, it's like I said, it's a, it's kind of a fun place to be right now. It's filled with a lot of the early adopters. So if your customers are early adopters, techno, you know, savvy people, then yes, you get over there, get your butt over to Google Plus and hang out there. But, you know, you don't have to be building up all this. People are like, should I build up the same circles on Google Plus that I have on Facebook? No, you don't have to do any of that. It's too much sometimes. You know, you've got to run a business, right? So just dabble a little bit. Check it out. You know, do things slowly as you have the bandwidth. Because we're all running around trying to get lots done. So just... Focus on your core, which is your Facebook and if you do some Twitter or do some LinkedIn, you know keep doing that kind of stuff. dabble a little bit in Google+, wait, sit tight, hang tight until we see what the business profiles are going to look like. and maybe it's going to be cool. Maybe it will eventually kill Facebook in five, five years, ten years maybe. but I think Facebook's going to be along, around for a long time.
0: Well, and my thoughts, kind of, what I've been thinking about this is that, you know, part of the reason Google Plus hasn't been allowing businesses is they want to make sure they're setting it up right. You know, third time for them, they're hoping is the charm. So they're they're really wanting to build a good foundation, make sure that their technology works. You know, all of those various things. And then it could be that businesses end up focusing on Google Plus because then they'll put their search engine optimization tools behind it. They'll put YouTube behind it. All of those things that they already have. And then maybe Facebook does go back to more of the personal type of, of interaction, which that's okay. Then that makes it very easy for people to think, okay, when I'm on Facebook, I'm posting about the movie I saw, and when I'm on Google+, I'm talking about the product that I sell. You know, that, that could be what's happening. It'll be interesting to
1: see what, what happens. Yep. Yep. That definitely could be it. And, and um, I actually see Google+, as being a little bit more threat to, to Twitter, um, you know, Robert Scoble had a pretty interesting, uh, article not too long ago about, um, why he feels like Twitter isn't as interesting now that Google plus is there because there's a lot of cool things with, with Google plus And, and I think mimics a little bit about Twitter where you've got some, you know, you can have people in your circles or not have them in your circles or things like that, um, and and it could be a very a much richer experience than than something like Twitter, but very similar. And and like you said, Deb, I think that Google Plus has some cool things going for it. You know, they've got all the search engine stuff behind it that might you know end up really making it a good place for your business to be. And maybe Facebook is more of the the friends and family.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and it really will be interesting to to see what happens. So, what other trends do you see coming down the the pike? You know. Changes that we might see in Facebook, any com- any other big competitors coming out there. I saw the other day that AOL, which uh, you know is AOL still alive uh, right What? They're they buying Yahoo or something like that, and you know which Yahoo is definitely having problems also. I love that you know when their president was fired last week, she posted it on Twitter. <laughs> that was how she told her employees and of course the rest of the world that she had been fired. Was she posted it on Twitter? So you know it's it, the technology is really fun, but what do you see coming down? You know what. How how are more people going to jump in and start using these tools?
1: Well, I think that people are getting more savvy as to how they should be using these tools. I think, you know, which is nice because you got people who are, are businesses who are realizing they do have to be there to have a presence and but and they're they're kind of realizing how to interact and how to connect. So I think though, I I mean I see some trends actually myself as kind of shifting back to let's connect in person, Let you know, being online all the time is great, but you still have to connect in person to meet these people. The best connections I've, I have online are people who I've also met in person. And I think that that's uh, important, and people don't need to spend all day on Twitter and Facebook. You need to be out there connecting with people. Um, I, I think that um, people are going to get better about how often to do it, and maybe you know, not not worrying about being on there all all the time, like I said, and just just posting a few things and, and getting better with with streamlining it into their day. So I think smartphones help with that, and uh, I don't see any major competitors co- entering the the scene at the moment with Twitter and Face uh, Twitter, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Google Plus in there. I think that um, people. I think where people, things are going to enter in are things like tools and supporting features. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, the, the nice thing is each one of those
0: platforms serves a different audience in a different market. So you can do different things on them. Uh, you know, and, and I it, it will be interesting to see what applications are developed. You know, right now I use Hootsuite because I'm able to have my Facebook, my LinkedIn, and my Twitter all in one place. Uh, Google Plus has not yet released their code so that I can have them in there. So that makes that a little complicated. But again, they're trying to get things right before they, they build out there and, and really start launching. So any final words for us either from andrea or from grandma mary
1: deb i just want to say thank you so much i love all the stuff you're doing online fantastic you're doing a great job with connecting the people getting out there teaching people how to use social media and and i just love you and And, Deb, I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, you know, I I do have my
0: book here today because it is not autographed. So I need to get your autographs. Um, You know, you can get the book on Amazon.com. I believe that there might be a link to Amazon on Mile High Radio. So please go there and and, uh, click over to Amazon from that. That's one of the the little tools that we provide. So that's a great thing. You know, thank you so much for being my first guest, or I guess I should say guests. This
1: this has been a little (laughs) confusing. You get two for one.
0: I know, you know. Uh, the, the little personas here kind of go a little back and forth. It's you know I, I can only imagine what it's like living at home. It's, it must be kind of like the, the the people who live with, say, Robin Williams. You're, you're never quite sure never who it is that you you're talking it. to. You never know. Um, so you know, thank you so much, and and um, you know th- this book is great. I. Highly recommend it. I haven't made it all the way through reading it, but the nice thing is a great table of contents. You're able to go in, find exactly what you want just for what you need. And then, you know, when you, as you're building your Facebook page, you go back and you find more tips and techniques. So this is a great resource for anybody who's wanting to, to build a, a presence on Facebook. Great, thanks Deb. Cool. Well, please connect with me online. Um, My Facebook page is Deb Creer, the socialite. My Twitter is just simply Deb Creer, and that's K R I E R. You can also find me on LinkedIn, which is Deborah Creer. Deb Creer was already taken. You know, it's funny how that happens on occasion. One of the things before I forget, on Google Plus, go in, even if you're not going to use it right now or any of these tools, and get your own name. You know, secure your business name, secure your personal name, So then when you're ready, you've got that. You don't want to be Deb Career 1920 because there's all those other ones out there. You know, really make sure that you tie that in because it's a branding thing also. You know, you want people to easily be able to find you. So I will be doing this program the second and fourth Mondays of every month. I am really looking forward to chatting with everybody online and talking with with people and letting people know how to use social media as tools. My next guest is on September 26th, and I will have Misty Montano, who is the digital content manager at KUSA 9 News. You know, I, I don't even watch the news anymore. I go to Facebook, and that's how I get my news. So it's interesting to see. I'm a PR person at heart that is my background I'm you know I have uh, that's, that's where I've spent almost all of my career is doing PR so it's interesting now to see how people interact with the media you know I have reporters that have told me the only way to pitch a story to me is on Twitter if I can't do it in 140 characters they don't want to see it Uh You know, I came from the the old school where we used to have to print up press releases and send pictures and put them in the mail, (laughs) you know, and now I have to send a tweet. (laughs) So, you know, join us next time on September 26th to hear me chat with Misty Montano and hear how she balances her life and her family and her uh, duties down at Channel 9. And I look forward to hearing from everybody.
1: high radio, mile high on the worldwide web for your
2: listening. Play. This podcast is a part of the C suite radio network for more top business podcasts, visit C dash sweet radio.com.